winging it in three, two. Welcome back to the land of 10,000 lakes. People are going to be happy that we're getting them this episode. Let's face it, do men ever mature past 12? No. Did you set me up there? Yes. Okay. That was actually really good. I have less ex-girlfriends on the gullet chain. We end up at Mike Tyson's house. No lie. Jacob just got up out of his chair and grabbed a to-go box filled. I mean filled with chocolate cake. You just came out of nowhere with the box of chocolate cake. Is this where Isaiah finally talks? Hello, everybody. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and you just tuned in to the Listen Local podcast. We are powered by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. I don't know if you knew this or not, but if you left your driver this morning and you did not see a red or black garbage can, you're doing it wrong. Welcome, guys. How you doing? Hola, amigo. How are you? I'm great. Colton. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Brainerd Lakes area. Hope everybody's doing great. Hope everybody's stayed warm this week because it's a bit nipply out there. Yeah. Speaking of bit nipply, uh, I realized this is the first like full winter. Not that's not true. I had my forerunner last winter, but it doesn't have an automatic start or whatever a, a key start. It doesn't have auto start. Auto start. Yeah, um, and I'm realizing that's a pain in the ass, and that might have to be my Christmas present to myself. Um, a new car? No, no, no. Oh no, I've done that many, many times. Yeah, that's kind of why I thought. No, I like this. At. I like this vehicle a lot. Uh, uh, but yeah, we were last when you sold. You got rid of is because the tires were bad. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, I need a new tire, so I decided to get a full runner instead. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, valid. And this is the best best vehicle I've ever had. So, Some would say it's valid. Yeah. You know what? I know how your weekend was because I was with you most of the weekend, Isaiah. But, you Colton, were. how was your weekend? It was pretty low-key, actually. Just stayed home and hung out with the kids. Nice. It was nice. Yeah, you had a whole week of just hanging with the kids last week. That was great. Yeah. It was great. My yeah. wife was gone. <laughs> No, I was being sarcastic. It sucked. <laughs> it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Uh, um, uh, yeah, but I love them, but it was, I'm glad my wife, I'm glad she came back. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaiah, we spent a couple evenings together with, you know, friends and family and Reese was in town. He did great at Woodlore. And then I think when we were at Woodlore, we wondered how he would do at sidetrack with that crowd and I think he killed it. Yeah, it was it was an absolute blast, and um, you know, Woodlore was was fun too. Very very quaint, different environments, right? Mm-hmm. Completely polar opposites, um, but it was cool to kind of have more of a you know intimate setting with uh, the, their kind of tap room set up there, and then going to the craziness of sidetrack walking in and that place being just packed and um, having that stage and the lights and the low ceiling and all that mm-hmm. is just. It's pretty cool. And one of the the people that watched Reset both spots was our guest today. So that's a plus. Yeah. And I, I thank you for both nights of an invite. I was told I had a great time both nights. <laughs> you did. Well, well, Mike, you weren't alone because uh, Isaiah stopped by my house Sunday morning and uh, I wasn't doing too well. I was, I was going up to Breezy with some showings and he calls me and goes, can you come jumpstart my car? And I'm like, okay, well, does it need to be jumpstarted or is it just frozen? Go find your plug-in for your block heater. Uh, He's trying to do this while I'm hungover. And I, I was all ready to go. Jacket, everything. I showered, everything. Talked to Isaiah, went outside. I'm like, this is too much for me. Got back inside and was like, yeah, 
I'm uh, I'm done for the day. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he, uh, I was taking a nap at I don't know noon. Yeah. Um, sometimes found out your doorbell rang and I showed up and mm-hmm. was like, oh. Yep. Everyone was just like, uh, who's here? Yeah, our plans definitely fell apart. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that that voice you are hearing right now is yeah. the one and only Mike Schmidt. Mike, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely, I got to start off your your intro music and you, that whole thing. I I want a copy of that. I want that to be my now morning walk to the shower song. Cool. That's, Let's do it. That's fun. You know, we can pass that on to you because one of these weeks it's uh, it's going to retire for the season because oh. uh, that was actually the 2023 mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. four intro. Yep. yep. I, it takes a lot of time to make mm-hmm. those, so mm-hmm. I wanted to do it yep. right, and it um, was so good. Yeah, and it's, uh, doing it right, um, we're going to get into chatting a little bit about Mike and kind of getting into his background, but want to thank Chris Hennigan with Hennigan Insurance uh, for this segment. So I like what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Especially the part of me getting off the topic of, you know, raining on your parade about the intro, because we'll do that later. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I jumped too far ahead. Yeah. Video. <laughs> Once again, Colton was too quick. That was uncalled for. Well, his wife was gone. Like a whole week. <laughs> Mike, what did you think of Reese? I th- you know what? Every musician that seemed, that we seem to find in the Brainerd Lakes area to come up and play or down and play or over to play uh, is always a home run. Mm-hmm. And I think the community has responded accordingly. I, and my fascinating part is I, I'm the old guy that remembers having to get out of my chair to write my request on a piece of paper and attach money to it. So the whole scan your QRF code is just really, uh, it's slick. I don't have to get up. You just mm-hmm. scan, send your request, Venmo money, done, over, everybody's yep. happy. I enjoyed it. So yeah, I thought Reese was great. It's super It's super cool. And I, a lot of people comment on that where he literally just has like, oh, here's his upcoming shows. Here's his socials. And here's the request list. And he literally has a playlist built. So people have to scroll through that. Here are the songs that I play. <laughs> I'm not a genius. I don't yeah. I don't know every single song that you're going to request. And Correct. Don't ask me to sing Freebird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a half minute long right. song. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was pretty cool, though, because he did have a range. I told Mike he sings very... Tyler Childers, Zach Bryan, you know, but then it was so funny because we're sitting out with Laura, we're chatting, and you go, do you think he knows Matchbox 20? And I'm like, what song? And you're like, 3 a.m. And we looked on his list. It was the only Matchbox 20 oh, song he had. There it was. And yeah, yeah I, I, he, you had the biggest smile on your face. Right? It, was, it was the best 10 bucks I spent. <laughs> it could have been because of all the hot ciders we drank yeah, that night, too. Yummy. <laughs> and good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Oh, man. No, was, and you mentioned, Isaiah, the two different venues sidetrack saturday night was it was a full house it was it was rowdy it was fun not rowdy mm-hmm. in a bad way just it was great to see people at tables laughing having fun yep. together mm-hmm. and some great live music so yep talented awesome. guy and and we'll get into you know your career here in a bit but you know music pretty well you are a part of the lakes jam crew you're the mc there you've done stuff for rock timber and grand country nights and then we we've had some fun down in the cities with summer jam and summer fest we'll dive into all that but i i just want people to know that your opinion on music means something because you see a lot of it i do and and it's also why i had to go with the 2000 corvette because you can still put cassette tapes in the 2000 i own hundreds so when it comes to music i yeah i'm not a plug and play guy yeah i got a I got to feel the cassette tape and read the lyrics, which is tough to do when you're driving. Right. I'm just saying. Right, right. Well, yeah. you could upgrade, though. You could have that cassette 
with the adapter that goes into your CD player. And then you could have a iPad that's dash mounted to read you the lyrics. There you go. Could <laughs> I prefer it's unfolding it's it's just easier? Yeah. Just tack it to the headboard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, um, Colton. Yes, why don't you ask your question? Well, I think we've got it all outlined, but just tell us about yourself. How did you, uh, um, you know, come to be the MC at Lakes Jam? And before that, where were you? And Kind of happened circumstance. Um, you know, my background here in the Brainerd Lakes area was I was an educator, teacher, coach, and administrator with Brainerd Schools. And um, really, the, the connections, are it's why I'm still here. Between now students that, oh, and by the way, only the kids age, I haven't aged a day. <laughs> I come up, I had you 17 years ago in class. That makes you, oh boy. Yeah, most, most teachers, yeah. most these yeah. teachers would say the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, and uh, from here, and from Brainerd, then went on to Staples, where I was the high school principal athletic director, and then I spent a year in Monaga. So, really, education's the background. How I got to be at Lakes Jam really was a bit of happen circumstance right guy at the right the right place the first year they were there um jerry brahm was the um, owner at that time and his backstage crew were for they're actually amy and jason and greg and libby were friends with my wife heidi and um i've been working on my shyness for years and uh that weekend was one where they were short-handed and i literally just got thrown into it of go here go there we need help on this stage that stage it had rained a ton um was just given an all-access pass, and the rest is history. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the master key. Here's the American Express card, and do what's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great ten year run, and I survived the transition between ownership groups, and yep. have really just had some unbelievable experiences and uh, a lot of great stories. Yeah, well, I want to get into those stories yeah, for sure. But uh, <laughs> before that, let's talk a little bit about your you know education part. I know you, you said. You were at Brainerd a while. You ended up as the principal at Staples. Staples. Staples yeah. yeah. Yep. What what led you to move to Staples from Brainerd? You know, it was really kind of a, I'll give the credit to who was the principal that hired me. His name was Willie Severson out of Brainerd Schools. And he saw early on, um, every now and then you just see people that classroom is great for them, but they're, they're meant to do something else. And he really encouraged me to go to administration. And the transition just kind of developed from, from there. And that's why I went to Staples. It was a district that was... Uh, it was close enough to home yet, so my kids could still attend their schools and finish up in Brainerd, and I went to Staples, and um, everything from athletic director there to the 512 principal, 712 principal, 912, and through the era of the pandemic, which really began the transition for me out of education. Um, and it's nothing against education, but that whole thing happened to families and kids and educators and my personal disappointment was when we returned from it, we went back to the very model that we left. Mm -hmm. And kids came back needing something different. Mm -hmm. And I'm just one where um, you, you've got to adjust to the kids. Mm -hmm. They are the product. They are who and what you're doing this for. And I really felt kind of um, trapped in a world that, that was struggling to move forward based mm -hmm. on what families and kids needed. And I don't blame that on the pandemic. I look at my own kids that are age 35 to 21 and two in between. The difference in their experiences is night and day from, you know, it used to be um, oldest daughter when her bus would come home after events, you called the hotline and the bus was going to arrive back between 930 and 1030. Mm -hmm. You just waited in a parking lot. 
And then I have youngest son where it's like, you know, text message, you hear yet? You hear yet? Where are you? I'm by door two. Get to door two. Drive over here. You know, like the urgency. And so the world works 24-7, seven seven days a week. And school is still traditional. And Mm -hmm. our kids in our communities, our workforce, especially the high school level, they're they're needing different. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of hoping to lend that voice if it's wanted and warranted now that I'm retired from education. Still have a lot of friends and colleagues still in it. And this is what I'm hearing from them. We... Mm -hmm. We need different, but they're struggling to get that message across. I think we spoke about this. It was either right after um, you ended your run as principal or right before we were golfing out in Hinkley. Yes. And we were talking about all of this and how, even in my life, um, technical school to me was the best decision of my life. Mm -hmm. I almost went to Iowa State. Like I I was ready to go. I had everything going. And then I'm like, you know what? Instead of spending all of that in their communications program, there's a place called Brown College that I know. It's like you laugh at it, and we laugh, and I did too. And I'm like, you know what? It was the best decision I made. Yeah. It set me up for a career and a in a career I wanted with the broadcasting and sports media stuff and stuff I'm still learning today. But it's I think people do put too much into algebra and all of these things and not put enough credits into those electives. Well, we hear a lot about in education the soft skills that kids seem to be missing. Okay, well, they get cell phones earlier and earlier and earlier in life. And then now we go to school and we gave them a Chromebook. We gave them a laptop. Mm-hmm. The soft skills we're looking for those teenagers to get are out in the workforce. They're, they're outside of school. Right. Um, and for a lot of kids. And I still go back to the pandemic happened and education did their best considering the circumstance. We all did, no matter what your view was on it. I'll leave it at that. But kids got to lay in bed with their dog, eat Doritos, mm-hmm. keep their pajamas on, do their schoolwork. And a big thing was they got to go to the bathroom privately. <laughs> yeah. Then they come back to school and it's nope, nope, nope. And yeah. you get four minutes in between a bell to go do what you need to do in front of 12 of your right. classmates and their cell phones and their TikToks and their Snapchats. Mm-hmm. And it's a dog-eat-dog world in the teenage world. And I think kids came back to school in that universal system of the bell rings, we go here, go there. They weren't in that. And they tra- they evolved in that time period. And right. that's where I just say schools, some of the positions needed in schools, it's not all about administration. Call it interventionalist, call it student support. It's non-traditional looks at what kids need. Mm-hmm. And the system, unfortunately, didn't move as fast as the kids when they returned. And they showed up on the doorstep ready for something different. And the system that was in place... Well, let's face it, it uh, some things just move slow. Yep. So, uh, yeah, on that golf course, actually, Good Jake, insight. you're one of the reasons I decided to be a quitter. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. You really inspired, way to go. Just, you really inspired me to give it all up. I know, I know these guys know my um, phrase while I'm on the golf course. Do you remember my phrase on the golf course? Look out. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got to go up to the tee box and Isaiah. Grip it and rip it. That's right, baby. Oh, that's right. And then you hit the electrical box. I did. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was literally that shot. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. It kind of uh, sounds like, uh, so you said you wanted to, to lend your voice. Or, I mean, I, I haven't gotten fired up about education in a long time, but that was, uh, that got me going. Uh, school board? Ooh. I, no. Um, state rep, state, state rep. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a great association called the Minnesota Association of Secondary School Principals, MASSP, of which um, I'm still a member of. And uh, humbly, I was named the Western Division Principal of the Year, the year of the pandemic. And that recommendation came from my colleagues, and we all could have been Principal of the Year. So there are associations that are organized that are out there, mm-hmm. and that's one that I've been in touch with about 
How can we have a different voice in this as we move forward? And so that's one of the organizations. I've done public office. I was a mayor for a while. That's fun. <laughs> until, until, until. Until it's not. Um, but no, I think, the, I, and I just think um, when it comes to things like education, people are now guarded. It falls under that political yeah. umbrella yeah. where you, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And I'm not shy. I've probably inserted my foot at least five times already today. Don't care. Somebody has to have the voice and say. And But I don't represent this just... This is what Mike thinks. Yeah. This is still right. the word amongst the people in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And so. I can tell you, you were on our Lakes Jam podcast last year too, while you were still the principal. Yep. And I could tell there were things you were holding back that you really wanted to say. So please say those today. <laughs> <laughs> you want naughty stories. <laughs> I do. Oh, and I don't know if God. I'm ready for okay, that. Yeah. But speaking, and, and like Colton said, where, where do you go from here? You are planning on transitioning into more of a speaking role. Um, you're going to a TED Talk thing, you said. Yeah in Dallas coming up here next week. Is that where you want to go? With- it, it is. And that transition really came out of a, a tough a tough transition in life. Uh, mm-hmm. March 20th, I, I lost my wife Heidi to a cancer that we knew out of the gate we, we weren't going to beat. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a caring bridge. And through the caring bridge, it evolved into a voice, um, some truth, some transparency of what it's like to live and lose through cancer. And that caring bridge got picked up by writers and authors and keynoters. And that's really where the idea came. And I've always enjoyed public speaking. I've never been afraid to talk, have the voice, and just thought maybe this is the time. Um, my kids are all grown. Um, I had an estate sale. I, I, I sold the house. I'm living in a tiny townhouse now where all of our neighbors are old enough to be my parents. And they take their hearing aids out at 630 shortly after Wheel of Fortune. Oh, and they go perfect. to bed. That's perfect. So I can be as loud as I want. Um, so somewhere in there is the, the writing and really the keynoting and, and lending a voice to a, a few different subject matters. But yeah, thank you for the shout out to going down to Dallas. Um, I'm working with a crew that's going to help hopefully transition me into a, a TED Talk and some real credible keynote experiences. Yep. So, um, one nice. of, That's exciting. One of those experiences I know we've talked about a lot where you've been in front of a crowd was um, the Twin Cities Summerfest last year. Yeah. And some of those photos, we got to look at those. I saw them again this morning before you got here. That The lights on you, the crowd, Target Field, um, right before Imagine Dragons and the Killers. Is that about your pinnacle of, of music so far? It, it was really cool, and it, and it really was the ultimate. There's people that... You know, there's two fears in life, mm-hmm. death and public speaking. And public speaking, getting out there, I, calm as a cucumber. Like, it's just, and so that's where you kind of go, somewhere in here is a, a natural, like, fit. Yeah. And just want to go with it. But the the exciting part from that concert was I got quoted in the Star Tribune. Like, Heck I'm yeah. a part of their wrap-up article. And it really had to do with, it was the most adorable moment. You, you One of the stories from backstage, you learn from the management of Imagine Dragons, one of the reasons they're, they're as big as they are. They went big into online gaming and uh, video games with their music. Okay. So all these littles growing up, this is the sounds in their earphones. Background is they're chattering and chirping and talking trash with their, their national friends online. Well, that's also why every time one of their songs plays, no matter it's on a Spotify or the video game, they get a tally mark. So when you talk about the millions and bazillions of views they have, well, a lot of that's from gaming. But I go out on the stage... And one of the most endearing things was at Target Field, there was all these families. There were moms and dads and kids, and it was like Disney at a rock concert. Mm-hmm. 
But what was really sweet is I asked for all the kids, "Are you excited to see? A, are you excited to see a Magic Dragons?" And they raised their hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was the sweet. And I went into principal mode. I'm like, "Oh no, 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 kids! You're at a concert. You get to make noise." And so I got to revisit that. And just the the crescendo of their tiny voices, like excited, and the prideful oh, yeah. look on the parents' face was really cool. And Imagine Dragons came out and did what they did. But there was. That's by far the biggest crowd yeah. that I've been in front of. Yeah. And um, it, yeah, it was a rush. Yeah. It was, that was a good time. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I know it won't be at the Target Field this year, but I'm excited for this summer's with them as with that group as well. Uh, I'm hoping we can get Jerry on eventually to talk about that. That'll be a cool one. But let's let's bring it back to the Lakes area here. Lakes Jam. Yeah. Isaiah. I, I, this is Lakes Jam's biggest cheerleader for the record. Mike, if you didn't know this. Um, I think there was a post last week, something about... Uh, throw a hand up for every year you've been. And I think you and I and maybe a other handful of people were the only ones who got to put 10 hands yeah, on that year. post list. Uh, all the way from back, you, you mentioned earlier um, when you first got involved was year one, and my aunt Amy actually yeah. was the one that was kind of running the show backstage and Correct. you know barking orders and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, I was just a kid then. But um, tell us about your two cents on uh, where Lakes Jam started and kind of the uh, where it is today and, and what your experiences have been. Mm. Where it started was, was an idea. And I think one of the great things about the Brainerd Lakes area is it's friendships, relationships, and partners that make all this stuff come together. So, you know, no matter it's, it, whether it's this ownership group or who was, who was then, what a great location for BIR. And for the track, it was it was like their week off. Like, oh, they didn't have to. And I don't think people realize to this day how much happens at that track. Um, but that first year of Lakes Jam really was a lot of things hadn't been thought of and you can't until. And so literally we were, you mentioned your aunt, we were just invited to go. And all of a sudden it was, I couldn't just stand back and watch. Like they need real stuff. So all yeah. of a sudden the second stage, and to transition into a story, Jeremiah Korf out of Clarissa was, um, he came in and saved Saturday night because it had rained. There was mud everywhere. Like where they've since moved the stage to where if it rains now, it won't have two feet of water and mud. Mm -hmm. um, and no matter what age you are, dumb and drunk and jumping in the mud is annoying to most people around you. Mm -hmm. So that was a problem that whole weekend. But that weekend with Jeremiah Korf Saturday night, he finishes up on the small secondary stage. His whole family's there, like auntie and mom and grandma, and they're working the merch table. But this guy, and I think he did like a reality dating show or something on CMT years mm -hmm. ago. But nonetheless, he climbed the scaffolding of the of the little thing. Like he's up there singing live. It's like 1230 in the morning. And it was just one of those, you, you saw the, the raw talent of somebody just on a stage right. yeah. loving what they're doing. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, the 10 years, it's, it's definitely grown. Um, the... The lawnmower races bring out thousands of people, and some of them don't even ever come up to the stage. Yep. They're there to just right. do their, I, I, their redneck lawnmower, having fun, <laughs> high-powered lawnmower races. Yep. And the water cross, the beanbag thing has gotten huge, the poker tournament, the, the trivia or tic-tac-toe we did last year mm -hmm. in the yep. tent was, you know, and some of it is you see people that we do things all day long because some people really do need a purpose at 10 a.m. to to right. either stop drinking and get out of bed or just keep drinking and get out of <laughs> yeah. bed. Yeah. One or the yeah. other. Um, but no, I've enjoyed watching it grow and get bigger and the different acts and talents. And I think the venue has done well in getting artists as they're getting hot, especially yes. on the countryside. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And there's always going to be critics over who they sign and who they don't sign. Mm -hmm. And that comes with music. Yep. I mean, there's days where I got to hear the Beverly Hills Cop 2 soundtrack on cassette tape in the car. <laughs> and there's days where I got to go to 38 Special. Yep. You know, that's yep. just, <laughs> music takes you somewhere. So. I think we all agree every year, too. Um, I mean, Isaiah loved Hardy last year, of course. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it is the 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock acts that are the up and coming that are our favorite. And I know that's going to be the same, I think, this year with me, with yep. Chase Beckham coming, you yeah. know, and he's an earlier act, and that guy's going to be yeah. a superstar i think um and anderson of course and yeah. a, oh and, Don, yeah. and, and anderson the, that's, the, that's yeah. the unique opportunity people have with going to music festivals yes right? is you not only get to see the big names but you get to see the little guys mm -hmm. that eventually are going to be big like chris jansen right mm -hmm. larry fleet exactly i mean all I those guys reference. were four o'clock and six o'clock acts yep. and they were just well and chris jansen was a six o'clock and he performed like a last call Saturday night, yep. I am the arena show. And yep. his reputation of being a family man had just started. And he was late to his own set. They had to kind of redo his intro song because I believe one of his kids, if I remember right, is potty training and had a little accident. <laughs> and he's, I'm dad first. They'll oh wait. They'll wait. I'll be there. And oh he literally God. was, um, they had a little accident. And so, <laughs> but that was one of those things where he goes out on stage and he shares that they only fall in love like yep. you're a real dude. Yeah. And his wife and kids are side stage almost every concert. Yep. And uh, I remember complimenting to his his wife just the way she looked at him performing. Mm -hmm. It was the sweetest look of like that's my guy, and look at all the smiles he's putting on the faces. Yep. And I think that's one of the things emceeing and working the stage. There's a lot of people that think it's about me and the microphone. The perspective I have of the smiles and the joy, mm -hmm. it is, it's similar to like being principal at graduation night. You're there for the, I get, to, I have the best view of the house in the house. Right. You get to see thousands of people like this is the best night ever. Um, I, I think since this new ownership group has come around, we have seen, and you touched on it earlier, we have seen that more than a music festival mentality. I think early on you got the Toby Keiths and you got these guys as at their peak. Yep. Um, we're seeing that go more and more into these extra things like this year and uh, the water cross and the, and the lawnmower races. Yes, Colton. Excuse oh, yeah. Me? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah. that's the plan, right? I, I believe so. Can we say that yet? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, was I, like, I, better, I will check with, on that one. But, <laughs> um, you can always cut it out. Yeah. No, no, no. It, no, no, no don't check. Please. Okay. Don't check. Just roll with it. <laughs> Just roll with it. Yeah, what are we doing? We'll ask for, yeah. more we'll ask for forgiveness say, later. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we covered the retired principal. Yeah. Let's yeah. Get real. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but ha have you seen that more too with this new ownership group? It is like that more than a music festival mentality. I, I really do. And I think, um, again, being from this area for so long, I, I'm humbled for the organization by how many families come out now with their adult kids, their little kids. Skillet last year brought families and daycare and babysitters. Like, yep. okay, you saw Skillet, you go home now. Yep. And mommy, daddy, grandma, grandpa are going to stay for the, you know, the after party mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I do think that's one of the things with, with it here is it, it's provided a great venue and opportunity for, for not only the local, but the campers and people who come from all over. Yeah. Speaking of Toby Keith, I feel like I, I just, yeah. I just realized this yeah. on this show. I tend to start talking about myself once in a while. Correct. Oh, I've been trying to get a word um, in for the last like, yeah, no, 10 shut, minutes. shut up, Colton, shut your, shut your mouth. Um, hey, remember his wife was gone. He needs a little true. attention from somewhere. Yeah. I want to talk about me. want to talk about, I want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like. Okay. That's cool. Mike, 
one of the stories from yes. Lake's Jam involves Toby Keith. Which one? Bang, bang. No. Okay. <laughs> you, are, you are correct, but nope. Um, can't talk about that one. Nope. Uh, out, of fair, out of fairness, Toby, we're going to leave that one alone. Let's just say Toby, Toby is a proud American, and he's not afraid to voice that. We'll leave it at that. Okay, um, we will. Nice choice of words. But <laughs> free between the lines. Yeah. Um, but no, he was a guy where he brings in four buses, and mm. I believe he's a big Oklahoma Sooners guy. It's, okay. It's it's not Nebraska. I think it's Oklahoma. Yep. Inside the interior of his four buses, everything is Oklahoma. Every cup, every table runner. He figured out how to shop online before online was online. But he does his set. And I'll get the guy partakes, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the day. He's pretty yep. loose. And he's on stage. And we're all getting ready to leave at 2, 2.30 in the morning. And he walks out and he's like, uh-uh, we got some bags to play. <laughs> It's an awkward, how do you, you know, I had to call home and go, I'm not coming home tonight. Oh, really? I got to play bags with Tony Keith. (laughs) So, you know, he was one of those gracious, cool backstage guys. And that's one of the things backstage you realize they are there to, they do a job, but they're humans. They all have a life. Um, I shared with you out on the balcony the the afternoon I met Troy Gentry. We were one of the last shows Montgomery Gentry did as a duo before he died in a helicopter crash. And, you know, you have these moments backstage where it's it's totally mundane. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to see backstage because I, I think they think they know what it looks like. It's not. It's loud. It's diesel fuel. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of dust. Yeah. It's a lot of RVs, you know, motor coaches <laughs> running. It's not very glamorous. <laughs> and I'm just having one of those things where there are times in the day where you're looking at your watch going, is this thing over yet? I'm just tired and I want to go home. And I'm standing there, and it's just this... This fine specimen of a man is walking wearing flip-flops, and he's like 6'7", and he's chiseled, and he's wearing cool sunglasses, and, but he's got a dog that's the size of this coffee mug, and he's walking it down, and I'm like, and he looks, and he just wanted, he was looking for bottled water for his dog, and it's Troy Gentry. Yeah. And I'm just like, you just walk with the guy, and he's chill as can be, and, and so they, uh, they're getting ready for their set on stage, and they've had this cooler that had to be delivered up on stage and it's your yeti cooler it's filled with ice and one side of it is bourbon and the other side is a 175 of chopin vodka and i'm up on stage and and i i do like i'm a tito's guy i do like (laughs) vodka and i'm kind of looking and he goes well come on you help walk the dog you come on over and take a (laughs) shot so i have a picture of like us say troy gentry that's awesome big jug it was cold and then he took my sunglasses off my head, warm through his whole set. And when the set gets done, he comes up to me after he's sorry, but he goes, I got excited. I, I threw your shades out in the crowd. What, what do I owe you for? And I go, nothing there from the Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, we're good. But you're good, man. You, you realize that they're, they're real human beings. Um, yeah, exactly. Family people, and they do their thing. Colton, I promise I'll let you talk. No, uh, it's the time. Well, if I, I'll tell you what. I will, the excuses that I've used to not come home at night. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to use the Toby Keith line. There you go. (laughs) I do want you to hear this story, though, because Mike told our Lakes Jam listeners this one, and they might hear it again now, but I feel like our audience needs to hear this. Um, Some of the best things we hear about this is, you know, we always get to hear the behind the scenes. What did you guys do? You know, what went Mm -hmm. into this, this, and this? One of the best backstage stories I've ever heard from any music festival I've been at 
is Mike's experience with Lita Ford. Oh, well, <laughs> hang on, catch my breath. <laughs> she doesn't know it, but she and I have been dating for a long time. <laughs> so she, we're back after the pandemic, and one, it was our first year back, and one of the things that changed was meet and greets. Artists just, they, sure. weren't, they weren't doing them. Right. And yeah. some of the artists, it was like, well, because they just they don't want to come in contact with that many people, and they got to mm-hmm. do what they got to do. Um, but in her case, uh, she's up on stage, and she is all Lita for. I mean, she is just a smoke show. She's got the leather on. And she's, <laughs> she's just, oh, she had me a hello. <laughs> she had me a hello. <laughs> and so I'm kind of standing there with my cell phone trying to take a cheesy selfie, her blurry in the background. And she just turned, she goes, do you just want a picture, Skippy? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so you get a nice picture with her. She left me an autograph poster, you know, after the fact. She gave me a guitar pick, and I said, well, you weren't doing the meet and greet thing. Is that because of COVID? She goes, no, it's not. And I go, oh, okay. And she goes, I just really am tired of being in a meet and greet with a guy your age, his wife and daughter, and they all tell me how they used to to my album cover, and it's really an awkward moment for the family members. And just go, that is so rock and roll. And and believe me, I didn't say another word. I think she read me like a book. Uh, oh that God. is awful. Who would do that? She goes to get caught up in it like idiot. And it's like, I don't need to know this. And, she, and, and the compliment was, she goes, and they're not all good looking like you. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much. So you're saying I got a chance. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope Britney Spears never comes to Lakes Jam. We have bigger problems. Oh, my God. But yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. You have some funny stories, some serious stories, some, you know, like ones you'll remember forever. What What is this whole industry literally done for you as a human? Oh, wow. That's a big that, question. Jeez. Uh, it's it's a, deep. That's Sorry. way deep. You can't go from Lita Ford to what's <laughs> I think it, uh, I can't, I can't sing a note. Um, creatively, I've done a lot of writing in the last couple of years, but I really, a friend of mine who I was just with last night, Cap said once, Music makes a good day better. And I just, when you look at how social media and what it's done for anything from YouTubes to how people get married or at a commitment ceremony, funerals, celebrations of life, music really is incredibly personal to people. And I think that's the gift. You mentioned festivals where you bring in three, four, five acts a day. And I've told people, just go and give it a try. Like you, mm-hmm. Every country artist has learned how to do some Beastie Boys, Motley Crue, and ACDC. You're going to hear something that you're right. going to, it's going to take you back. Mm-hmm. So I just think music is one of the purest art forms of expression, individuality, and who can't come up with a great song to fit any moment. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think music just brings people together. On that note, now you mentioned you're, you get the best view in the house, right? You get to look back at the crowd. I you, think last, you want to come up there now, don't you? No, well, no, no. I'll, I'll leave that to Isaiah. I know that's his dream. Um, You've never been on stage? Not, not, in, not front and center. Oh, well, I've been well, side stage. Yeah, next, next year, we'll, side stage we'll find fun. a night to throw something out on stage and just but don't fall off. It's I want to hear a Lake Jam specific, uh, that crowd last year at Hardy. Mm. Huge. Um, that... I think there's a lot of people I thought Toby Keith that year with Boston, Toby Keith were our biggest year. I, Hardy was, yeah. that was by far the biggest crowd. And I think there was some speculation that the crowd was going to be young and rowdy. 
that was an awesome example of you can still get, let's say, 15,000 young people together in a pit, and they all did the right thing, mm-hmm. and they were so into it. And it was really cool to see from the third floor up on the balcony, like how far out it went. Yep. But that crowd and their energy level, you could just, you could feel it. And I selfishly, if I'd love to walk out in the middle of a song just, just to feel that one time, but that's not my role there. But it is pretty cool. To, you could probably get away with it though. Maybe. One time. <laughs> one time, that could be the end of my yeah. tenure. Yeah. But one similar to that was the night that Tesla played a couple years ago, oh, yeah. where it was the rainy, stormy night. Mm-hmm. We had a whole lot for lightning, right? Yep. Yeah. Tons of lightning. And it was really cool to watch the band with their management, with the Lakes Jam crew, with the stage crew. It's a real superstructure. It's made of metal. Yep. And it had gone on for quite a while. And Lakes Jam was scrambling. One of the things they learn every year is they learned we've got to keep communicating. We're going to mm-hmm. keep trying. We're going to keep trying. And they did that last year with Dustin Lynch. They kept, yep. we're going to try. We're going to yep. try. We're going to try. Well, that year, that kind of fell flat. And the crowd stayed. And we kept playing backtracks and music. And at one point, it was one of the guys with Tesla, like, well, we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And the lightning was, it's cool. It was all, it was all around was, the yeah, whole thing. Awesome. It was pretty yeah. badass looking. But one of them made the comment, I go, Did the, does the, do they know we're still going to play? And everybody kind of looked at each other. And they go, well, you think I'm going to go out there and tell them Tesla in 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's the only time I've ever swore on stage because yeah. I walked out. This is where I'm me. I said, hey, Lakes Jam, first and foremost, thanks for being here, but you need to know that your safety and well-being are very important to our festival. Well, the crowd turned because they thought I was announcing yeah. canceled, go back to your campus. They said, no, 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 no. I'm going to quote Tesla. Tesla in 15 <laughs> minutes. And the crowd just exploded, and it was like gave me chills. Mm-hmm. And I walked back, and the guy, you know, lead guitarist over looked at me, winked, and said, thank you. <laughs> like, he yeah. goes, we're Tesla. We ain't dying tonight. Yeah. We've been doing this a long time. Oh, wow. that, see, that's a cool story that's right cool. there, too. Man, there's... There's just so much with Lakes Jam. So many different things. I mean, we could get it back to some things that happened back in the zoo if we would like to, but maybe that's for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the I think people would be surprised how many people are back there reading scripture, and it's really <laughs> yeah. Bible studies that happen. No. <laughs> I do think that's the fun part is to go out and about. Like last year, impromptu, we did the, um, the parade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it was like the patriotic parade, yep. red, yep. white, and blue. Mm-hmm unreal how many people left went to the dollar store went and bought stuff you know like that's kind of that financial splash but there were dozens and dozens and dozens and the atv thing is huge to like yeah. 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 oh well. yeah i mean that's a, just that a makes I, mean, I think that makes it like I, totally and i there's times where you go you talk about the zoo the zoo after dark in atvs is it's like you remember the video game frogger like that's oh, yeah. what it <laughs> yes it's, somebody's gonna get splatted yeah you know, it's just uh but it's a it's yeah. quite the uh, attraction after. I'll all. never forget, Isaiah, we brought Perk back there last year because he was up doing the shows with yeah. us. And uh, yeah, he saw the, the old next morning walk from one or two oh, hundred yeah. people. Yes. <laughs> well, didn't we bring him on the drive through The next morning? Yeah. Next morning? Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, we were, yeah, yeah yes. he, hopped, he hopped in the side-by-side with us and we cruised around the amount of people you saw, like people's feet sticking out the side of yeah. the door. And oh, yeah. He just kept tailgate. looking at he, his like, jaw on the floor yeah. like, what's yeah. happening? And he, he, he'd look at me and go, the redneck ingenuity <laughs> in the piles of cans. Yeah. You know, he, we call that beer darts. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, but no, he, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost impressive. Well, and I think the cool part about it too is that experience for the artists, right? There's so many artists that come to Lakes Jam and they want to 
hey, let's go hop and let's go cruise the zoo. Let's go have some fun and engage with the, you know, the, the people that it's just. Unique. They do. And it's, it's humbling because the, there's a little bit of shock and awe. I remember there was a year low cash. We're like, we, we want to go play. Yeah. And then they did an impromptu thing in a tent where it was like wine and whatever with a low cash. And it was, they played before their set and it was. To, and with a couple of the other festivals I do, one of the things we do is we take the artists out into camping unannounced. Yep. But it's funny how an artist would be riding with you in the ATV and be like, we're going to that one. They just get, and, and they, they nail it every time. Like there's just a draw and a vibe, fans to an artist. And sometimes they'll bring a guitar. Sometimes they just want to show up and you got a bush light and I wear a Coors light. Well, it was nice to meet you. I'm a bush light person. Oh, yep. you're kidding. Of course, people, people feel bad. Like, somebody go get a bush light real quick. So, no, that's uh, fun. Priscilla Block. Yep. Was that two years ago she was out there? Yep. Uh, but yeah, went out in the zoo and, you know, had a good time. She was drinking bush lights with everybody and then actually took something from uh, a campsite. It was like an eagle mask or was it an eagle mask? It was like a, a eagle can koozie or whatever. And oh, then yeah. she brought it on stage yeah. and she drank another bush light, but the guy was standing front row and she threw it back and said, Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she drink out of a boot? I thought it was a cowboy. I, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But no. she, I mean, <laughs> it could be that's the thing too. Like if the weather would have cooperated last year, I know Dustin Lynch was planning on going back. Yeah. So many of these artists like to go back and see. That was a why. monsoon. Yeah. Last year was an absolute was, monsoon. I remember. So Mike, we had shared a, a trailer for our production <laughs> stuff. Don't nope. nobody worry about that laugh right there. Ask, yeah. um, and then of course we had the fish house out there for listen local. It, I could have taken a jet ski between the two. When it, we're backstage, we, we could see insane. each other. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nuts. I mean, we're on the inside of the track. Yeah. So we had all, the entire track was like slanted right to the fish house, mm -hmm. but then everything from the stage came back the other way, right to the fish house. Mm -hmm. So we were literally in a, in a lake. It well, was and you, you figured planet. we hadn't had <laughs> rain at all. So mm -hmm. the ground didn't know what to do with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Was what it was, but something, something we've, we've mentioned before, but I want to get your take on this. Um, the setup for the stages. Uh, I've, I have appreciated music festivals so much more now working in them or working with them. And one of the guys behind all that is Tommy V. It doesn't matter if I'm here or at WeFest Fest or we see him at any of Jerry's events down south. It's that guy knows what he's doing. I the technology and I'm pretty vocal with that on stage. Like if you love if you love the band, you better love the production crew because to watch them plug and unplug and the knowledge they have and how when you think how fast, I mean iPhones update every three and a half weeks now. I mean, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So these artists when they show up, it it really is about they again they're not there's all these stories that our artists are arrogant they're hard to work with demanding no they got a show to do people mm -hmm. paid for this and if you don't have the right cord adapter for us to plug in we, we need to make that happen so sound checks really are about do we all have all of our shit together on mm -hmm. stage you came with your two semi trucks that's impressive but we have to load it unload it hook it up drop it and that's one of the cool things you get to see is how much stuff is on that stage and in between the acts, what they pull off, push forward, plug, unplug. It's unreal. And then the big artists, you know, last year, Dustin Lynch was a little bump, like knowing what you know about the forecast, what would have helped is you didn't need your whole set. People just right. wanted, he could have been acoustic out front and they wouldn't yep. have cared. Right. But again, they have a show to do. There's contracts involved and all those complications, but Tommy V and that crew, they were a part of TC Summerfest. 
I've worked, I think, with his crew most consistently for the last 10 years, and they are just really good at what yeah. they do. And then you have those assholes that try to fly drones on stage, and, and I tell you what, on that note, whenever I do see Tommy V and his crew there on, at any of these, it like is a sigh of relief because he knows what he's getting with us. And, and well, I've never, yeah, I've never heard you referred to as an asshole. Thank you. Well, Pray you don't hang out with a prick that. kind of arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of of this podcast. <laughs> Oh, I, the the whole drone thing you talk about selling a festival before a festival the, the whole drone the image what you have to create and that's that back to production like it it evolves so quick mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah. mike I, I don't know we could talk to you forever i think on this show I don't have a job. I can come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I in the middle of transition. That's what you learned at the TED Talk. <laughs> what did I learn? Yeah, I can do that. You're going on a cruise, it sounds like, too, uh, coming up here with the I am crew. going on the cruise with a couple of them. Uh, I don't know if we want to endorse Shiprock, but we're going yep. down to uh, see it. Got it. I'll leave it huh. at that, and okay. I'm pretty excited. Um, there's 29 bands. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be Caribbean, and I'm looking forward to, uh, go. to that. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I had never heard of that. That's cool. Yep. Well, cool. you can Let's stick take a around. Quick break. Yep. Yep. Hey guys, one thing I wanted to mention too, really quick, is our good friend Dr. Andy over at Posture Pro Chiropractic. New thing that we're doing here for season five is listen, local listeners get a special offer. We're going to call it. I don't even know. No. Yeah, something like that. Um, so. The $47 new patient special, go over there and get your back cracked and you get a free massage chair after uh, you get your back cracked, which is sometimes very essential if you haven't had it cracked in a while. Um, it's really nice. I uh, went years without going to the chiropractor and then I went started going to Dr. Any last year and while I'm not going weekly like before, just having that, you know, back crack every couple weeks is very, very nice for your yeah. body. Yeah. It, it it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, feeling good, and uh, give him a shout because he's he's a rock star. Thanks, Doctor Andy. Thanks, Doctor Andy. Okay, so let's get into some local happenings uh, presented by. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now returning for season five of the Listen Local podcast, we have the one and only Lakes Area CPAs coming back and supporting the show. I saw Chris this morning. Yeah. Gave my taxes. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so if you... Uh, <laughs> That's actually a good point. It's tax season. It, it is. It is tax season. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while, uh, but uh, it, it's kind of important to figure that out. Uh, so get your uh, poop in a group and give Chris a call and uh, make sure that... Uh, you're ready for it. So. You side with that, Mike. What, are you not a big fan of taxes? I, If I'm consistent, this will be year 13 of filing a tax extension. <laughs> okay. And then waiting for them to call to say, you got 72 hours. <laughs> well, hey, at least you're consistent. I okay. guarantee him some summer work. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, see? You got to keep him busy. Call you in February. Ah, oh, don't talk to me now. Yeah. Call me in two months. <laughs> oh, I love those guys Okay, so there. there was some... Uh, you guys are familiar with the... Uh, Brainerd JC's ice fishing extravaganza. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, so there was some controversy over the weekend regarding a mm. particular social account mm. uh, who I will call out, Crowing County Department of Memes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> posted a graphic, which was the standard graphic that the JC's have been using for the extravaganza. My he, picture. Jacob uh, Blazer's picture, yeah. of course. And he put event canceled on it. And naturally... Oh, the people erupted and were very uh, 
Because it's a big 500 shares. It's a big topic the right first now day. because everybody's wondering with the warm mm-hmm. weather if it's even going to happen, right? Well, now it's cold. Well, now it's cold. Uh, but we were, is this even going to happen? And the reality is, is they're not going to know for sure until, you know, a couple week more or two. weeks. Yep. Um, These are the amount of. Text I got that morning with that it's unbelievable. I woke up and that was that was the morning I was not doing too well. Um, <laughs> oh God, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, yes. that's the least of what you yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Jacob actually was the person that yeah. ran that Facebook page. Maybe it is. I was about Maybe to tell them take that picture down. What if it went back to my email? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was uh, obviously a lot of people were upset because this is a huge event for. The Brainerd Lakes area, and you don't want people, you know, gut reacting and canceling hotels and stuff like that. But so there's two sides of the conversation. The first side is literally it is Crowing County Department of Memes, and it is an entire just satire page. 100%. And all the guy does is post BS on there, yeah. trying to get people to share it. Like, what is I think one he said, uh, Walmart now announcing with the due to the cold weather, people are now required to wear two layers of pajamas. <laughs> Oh, just stuff like that. <laughs> he has a, I think he does, or somebody else does that's associated with him, has a blockbuster, a Baxter one still. So that's, I think that one's different. Okay. Because there was a controversial, like, backlash post on that page that was yeah. 10 miles long okay. about how, like, pretty much shitting on the Department of Memes guys, <laughs> saying, like, this isn't satire, this is bad taste, like, just throwing <laughs> that person under the bus, he or she, um, and whatever. But the, the, the JCs were pretty pissed about that. They were. They were like, come on, we we haven't canceled the event. Like, screw yeah. you. People weren't reading. They were just hitting share and moving on. I yeah. saw Sheena's te- er, uh, message, the top one. It said, yeah. check your email, period. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably knows who runs the page. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was saying this to Isaiah. It's like, I, that's where we draw the line. Like, that. Right. it's a satire page. And, like, that was the one thing that triggered. But the flip side of it, I mean, it's a... It's the JC's biggest fundraiser. It's Camp Confidence. It's everything to Camp Confidence, and yep. you know they put all their their uh, annual budgeting behind that event. Mm-hmm. So I I do understand at the same time, and I hope that it still goes on. But yeah, definitely. Me cause, too. Because I want to yeah. fish. I love to fish. I don't Me remember too. a year that there it's not talked about. Is it? It's either too much snow. Yeah, not enough right. snow. Yeah. So right. I think it. But the power of information and misinformation is. It's a great example it, of it. it. Yep. Really People is. don't read the whole thing. Yep. No. Or they don't, headlines look, or they don't look to yeah. go, oh, is this the actual page well, from yeah. the JC? Like Jacob said, I mean, it was shared 500 times. Now, mm-hmm. half of those 500 are probably sharing it just to get a rise out of people, and they yeah. realize that right. it wasn't actual information. But the other half probably thought it was real. Yep. Mm-hmm. April 1st, Lakes Jam, we put out a, the, the, the child care. Like this year, we're going to offer oh, free gosh. child care at Lakes Jam. April 1st. Mm-hmm. And it took some, okay, we were kidding. We start, They started getting real inquiries yeah. about how does this work? When can I bring my kids? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which means it was well written. It was. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, well man. I, I talked about that for like two months. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been unfortunate. If, uh, the yeah, Jacob would have been in with the sitter. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, guys! Who has the? Uh, there, I was reading up on a local blog uh, recently um, from our friends at Woods to Water, and they have some meat raffle info on there. So, who has the best meat raffle in the BLA? Ooh, I like that. Great! I know there's. I believe there's one tonight at Sidetrack. Yep. Um, but it just seems wherever there's meat. There's people and they love it and they buy tickets and it's the strangest. It is truly a central northern Minnesota thing. 
And I say that because I was down in the cities two weeks ago at an establishment that would go unnamed. It was a total bust. They yeah, couldn't really. sell a ticket. Nobody cared. They looked at him cross it like, what do you mean? Like, what is this? They, I live in a condo. Yeah. I don't have a grill. I, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. give me all the tickets. And I'll I walked here. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. I, I like the Barajas one, if I'm not biased myself. Um, Sounds like you are biased. And because I won two times last week, so oh. that's all that matters to me. Okay, got it. I honestly, I, I like the uh, the seafood raffle at the woods. Yes. For whatever reason, I continue to win, and I the surf and turf is always left. So you get a you get a nice steak, and you get some lobster tail or scallops or shrimp to go with it. Mm-hmm. I take it every time. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Lucky's has a lot. Dude, Lucky's like, is overwhelming. They're just so big. Like yeah. the the amount. The amount of rounds that are there is just, and I think there's like a hundred and fifty dollar package, like the grand prize. Yeah, the last round is one hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Tough the to beat. Brainerd uh, American Legion puts on a heck of a meat raffle, and I think they're the ones doing it at sidetrack tonight. Yep. Correct. Yep. yep. Janelle and that is my role with Lake Sham tonight is to work alongside <laughs> Janelle and do the meat <laughs> raffle, and I'll take that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What time is that? Six o'clock. Okay. I might be there we'll early. I'm going to go. I might yeah. be there early. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. It's, it's date night tonight. We got plans hey, now. All right. Uh, we always sit there and we're like, where do we? And that's why we go to the woods because theirs is Tuesday night, their seafood raffle. So we'll mix it up. You nice. need to get there. Isaiah and I were just there the other day. You need to make yeah. an appearance at Sidetrack. And Mike, we're all there. There's, there's dinner on the line. Oh, is Sidetrack the one? Is that, do I know how to get there? I don't think so. <laughs> no, right well, they threw you for a curve last year with the whole reconstruction of the roads. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That they did. <laughs> I, was, I was coming from a good direction. <laughs> what else, Isaiah? Uh, I don't have a lot on local happenings today. I'm sorry, guys. Was, unfortunately, the guy on, uh, I, I guess Relax. he was like 80, 80 years old. Yeah. Uh, so, sounded like a local legend out of Isle, but yeah. uh, drove out and found some bad ice, and that didn't make it. Yep. And, and obviously, this time of year, especially with all the rain and the warm temperature, and we're on the right side of it now, but still be careful. Yeah. Right? It's been a 45-day endorsement for Maury's Seafood. Like, you can go get a filet of walleye yeah. other than <laughs> yeah. risking Your yourself yeah. on the ice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so that's that's too bad. I know Walleye Dan, our, our buddy, had put something out about him over the weekend. He knew who he was. So, yeah, you're right. I think he was a, a local that a lot of people loved out there in Isle and that, that side of the lake. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, then I think somebody in Bemidji also put an ATV through. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, there has been it a lot happens of every year. year. There's been a lot. Yeah. And, it, and it's not done. I'm, this is now the time of year where people try to push it and get their big right. real houses out. I know we're going through that same conversation yeah, to get yeah. the, the mobile studio out on the ice. Yeah. Um, we're chomping at the bit, just like we want to get it out there. You only have so much time but, to do it. So people yeah, want to. At this point last year, we had already been fishing damn near a month. So yep. we'll get right. there. Pertinier. Um. What else? I think we should get to the event. Mike, do you have any local happenings or any uh, news headlines that have come to your mind that listeners should hear? You know, really, um, I ran the dishwasher for the fifth time <laughs> oh. uh, since I moved into Tiny Townhouse. Okay. And really, I had to do it just because it was starting to smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there dishes in it? <laughs> Three coffee mugs. <laughs> You know, I own 49 tumblers and use the yeah. same oh three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, let's see what else for happenings. Um, I did venture out in the cold because I was out of laundry detergent. Okay. Okay. So that was, was oh. a big step. 
Huh. Um, it's really, so <laughs> retirement life. Yeah. That's treating you well, right? Transition life. Transition, quitter, retirement life. Yeah. It's, it's glamorous. So when is the appropriate time to take down your Christmas tree? Uh, I got mine out uh, about two days ago. Okay. Three, three days ago. Okay. That was a giant mess. I would have left it up all year, but Abby decided to take it down. Okay. Well, see, yours is fake. It is. The real tree starts to <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. Fair. disintegrate. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, mine's still up. For me, it's just when the when the moment strikes. You know, yeah. like there there isn't an NFL game on for three hours. <laughs> you know, five day stretch. That's when the tree comes down. Yeah. So this year you had one. I think there was a Wednesday yeah. afternoon. Take the tree down. Speaking of NFL, uh, the Eagles lost, which is wonderful. Yes, and Baker. Baker Mayfield absolutely stomped. Them. Baker yeah. mania, baby. There's some some uh, some curveballs. Yeah. yeah. That Dallas game. I'm Home. shocked that yeah. that. I, I'm not shocked Dallas didn't show up, but I'm shocked how much they didn't show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really, didn't that show was up. bad. Despite Jimmy Johnson's <laughs> halftime talk, that maybe they needed to see it. I don't know. Everybody else saw it on TikTok, yeah. but no one in the locker room. No. <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez. Okay, um, let's get into some events. Yeah, come up this weekend. Um, a new event, I believe, coming to the CLC Theater mm. called Songwriters in the Round is happening Friday night featuring Haley James, Katie Switzer, and Scarlett Woods. That's kicking off at 7 p.m. at the CLC Theater. That's kind that. of uh, that's kind of your uh, your forte, right? The theater theater world. Uh, it's been a few years. It's been a few years. Uh, but those are some Midwest CMO artists. Mm-hmm. I saw Haley, uh, one of the Vikings games I was covering, she did the uh, National Anthem? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I remember seeing I her. thought you said it was a halftime show. It might have been. I don't know. Hairball was the halftime show at Green Bay game. Really? Yep. Oh, so Jacob goes to these games, but he doesn't really pay attention. Right. I pay attention right. to the I thought stuff. you left that halftime of that game. No, that was the Detroit game when I drove to Detroit. You know, mm-hmm. I can relate, though, because people say to me, what year was mm-hmm. the band? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They all run together. Mm-hmm. i got to Google it like anything else. Yeah, yep. they really do. Yeah, but yeah, Lakes Jam will uh, we'll be representing Friday night at CLC. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally intrigued with how they write a song and put it to music and where does it come from. So looking yeah. forward to that. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, Next Wednesday, the 24th, uh, Lake Shire Heroes is partnering up with Jack Pine Brewery for Pints for a Purpose. That is 5 to 8 p.m. at uh, Jack Pine. So uh, a dollar from every beer gets donated to Lake Shire Heroes. So that's uh, near and dear to my heart. So if you guys are free, come down to Baxter to Jack Pine. What so night is that? Wednesday. Oh, I'll be those, are, those are fun. Those I, are great. Uh, Pints yeah. for a Purpose. I, I think it's always fun. Just mm-hmm. different crowd, different cause, but... Uh, Mm-hmm. Jack Pine's a fun place to, to gather. Yeah. Sorry, Colton is frozen. Yeah, that makes sense. The tell, window. Tell the landlord. Uh, <laughs> uh, this just in, uh, Jacob cleaned his office for once. A little bit. Um, nice. And it's getting it is somewhat organized, and uh, now it's really hot again. So Yeah. I also got groceries for the first time since owning my house. Um, What'd you buy? I'm curious. Because I just Ooh, bought some bananas question. the other day at the yeah. Holiday Gas Station. Was excited. Just put them on the counter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. It, it involved the lady in my life grocery shopping. So, um, this is good. Thing. Three bags of chips. Okay. Some uh, cracked peppered turkey. Good. Okay. Some provolone cheese. Oh. Some um, hoagie buns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, chicken nuggets. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> of 
Uh, and oh, and popcorn chicken too because oh. I bought Asian zing sauce that I didn't know you could buy now. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings Asian zing sauce. Yeah. So your grocery shopping is just walking through the Costco frozen food and grabbing a bag of looking, every, dif- looking, every different yeah. kind of chicken. And looking for the products of bar and restaurant logos yes. that he recognizes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did get Chick-fil-A sauce for the chicken patties. <laughs> TGA Fridays. Yeah. Good defense rests, your honor. <laughs> also. Famous Dave's. <laughs> best find yet. This is how long it's been since I've grocery shopped. I'm th- pretty sure I was a kid last time I grocery shopped. I'm, I'm like, this, 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 and this. You know the little... The cookies you get on Delta uh, on the airplanes? Yeah. The Scotty. They sell those now at Target. No way. Does it say Delta on them? Uh, It might actually. No, legit. It might. Road trip. Yeah. Biscoff. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Biscoff. That's it. That's what I was spending. Oh, goodness. Uh, Learn how to snowshoe this weekend at the Northland Arb, uh, kicking off Saturday morning at 930. So for those of you who uh, would like to go snowshoeing um, and don't have snowshoes, and you want to learn. I wish we had more snow. Oh, it's coming. Ar- for the Arboretum. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. After this cold, next week it's going to warm up. Yeah. Yeah. Get dumped on. Um, in other news, uh, don't drop your uh, garage door opener in your driveway oh. when you're plowing, when you're snow blowing your driveway. I've heard that. Because uh, if you run it over, it disintegrates. Uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, you can't program the your your vehicle to the garage door without the uh, remote opener. So you did have to manually did, did open uh, your garage door did, for a week while it's uh, five below. Did that happen? Uh, somebody someone? I know. Yeah, somebody oh. I know. A friend of mine. Lake Erie Health and Wellness Expo at the NP Event Center this weekend. Uh, that's usually, I think it's their third or fourth year doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the local shops and you know uh, studios and stuff like that come out and um so if you're into that stuff i think our friends at um at notice wellness they're out there oh yeah um icicle fat bike race sunday at 9 a.m over at the cayenne estate area yeah i think this is the first year they're they're trying to get this thing started but Mm -hmm. it sounds like it'll it should take off i mean i see what they did there ice sickle yeah like a bike Bicycle. Like a bicycle? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> just, you have special powers, Jay. <laughs> you could have stopped that special. It's really impressive. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't need to add powers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, give him a sticker. <laughs> you know, these are such nice, like, Brainerd Lakes area, wholesome events. Yes. And somehow you sucker me into telling the Lita Ford <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> can, can we please like edit and put the, no. the community current, the current <laughs> happenings and then I just, because that was a current <laughs> happening at the time. Fair. And it, and it Fair. sounds like for years. <laughs> it might make the 2025 intro real. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that still hasn't been oh, made wait, yet. It could be the 2024. Yeah, I haven't made it yet. Oh, goodness. That would be a bad taste. If I haven't you started used, it. Yeah content from this year or this season um yes any other events that i have not covered guys that are happening coming up in the lakes area obviously kind of towards the end of the month there's going to be frozen four extravaganza cross lake Winterfest is coming up all of that is happening in the next few weeks but this weekend is pretty listen local alum he's been on the show quite a few times our buddy colton sturm is getting married on saturday oh yeah, yeah. shout out to Brittany. Brittany. Yep. Brittany and colton's wedding at the getaway nice yep. so 
<laughs> people want to come crash. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> specifically? What, how do you? Do, is it the left or the right? Yeah. What, before you get there, yeah. what time? <laughs> is it an open bar? <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be an open keg. Yeah. Nobody, nobody other than us are going to understand what that means. That's true. You just pointed at the kegerator in your office. That's, hey, we have video now. That's making it, you know, twenty degrees warmer in here than it should be. I unplugged it. Well, yeah. Now this oh. is radiating heat. You just like when I blush. Oh, Jesus. I want to talk about me. Want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. Um, I don't know about you guys, but when I look down at my floor mats, they are white, like. But they're supposed to be black. Like not snow. Like it's salt from oh. the bottom of my shoes. Mm. And I feel like if I try to take them out of my truck, they're just going to disintegrate. Um, and I have one of those pickups that have a center console that doesn't end. Like it's a black hole. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to uh, Nate over at Hills Detailing to go in and get that thing detailed because it's bad. I was going to say, you know, there are professionals for those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. So please, if you're in the same boat I am and uh, do not keep a clean truck or just want mm-hmm. a showroom quality uh, detail, give them a shout. Isaiah, I don't know if you've heard. I own a 4Runner and know what else is going to be bad? More badass when I get my windows tinted mm-hmm. from Hills Detailing mm-hmm. because he does that as well. Yeah. Uh, ceramic coating, detailing, interior and exterior those guys really have it covered. And they they're right in Baxter next to Radco. So awesome shop back there. Drop off your vehicle, go run some errands, and uh, have a showroom quality detail when you get back. Interesting. Yeah, uh, you should have mentioned the woods that. Tomorrow. You should have mentioned that. Oh. Jacob's trying to... No, we won't go there. <laughs> Jacob's being Jacob. Jacob is being Jacob. He really is. Uh, good for you. Thank you. Um, if you've made it this long, thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> what are you talking about? We are the entertainment. Uh, uh, Mike? Yeah. What is, or who is your favorite artist that's played at Lake Shem in the 10 years? Oh, boy. Mm. That's a great question. If you, you can give me a rock favorite and a country favorite if you want. That makes it easier on you. Man. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I think the year uh, t- there's two for rock that come that really come to mind. One is Brett Michaels when he doesn't talk for half of his time on stage, mm-hmm. puts on a, a really good show and plays to the crowd and genuinely appreciates he's still up there and people still want to see him. Yep. And he's incredibly generous backstage with his time, meet and greets, other organizations. He's pretty solid. I think for me, the, the one that was just really fun was the year Boston was there because it was just, mm. it was huge. And there was a drizzle again that came through and um, their lasers created like a laser light show oh, yeah. in, in the misty sky. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be those two. I think country-wise, Toby Keith was just, it was a big show. It, 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 it was. And Hardy was as big, and I appreciated that. Just a little out of my genre, wheelhouse, if you will. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed, I already referenced Montgomery Gentry, but and uh, Chris Jansen, and just that fellowship backstage. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the other part. When you see the artists talking with one another and really humbled and impressed with each other, um, 
you see the side conversations of, hey, we played one of your songs last week. I don't know if we got copyright permission for that one, but God, we had fun playing it. And they kind of really, I think that's their shtick is right. they do that with and for each other. So, huh. no, I think, um, yeah, I'll go with those two at Lake Jim. Those three, All right, four. Follow up. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask you, have we ever asked Isaiah who his favorite band was Correct. overall? Why ask? He's going to tell you anyway. I, I mean, no, I don't. I don't want to answer that because you, uh, you won't say Hardy, will you? And then I don't know. I like my head goes that I. Sh- I feel like I should say yeah, Hardy, considering you're the you know, almost as big of a Lakes Jam. No, almost but, as big as a Hardy's I, fan is Hardy's. I, I need to like Carl run Jr. through the list yeah. in my head. I'm still doing that. The Baconator. Um, I'm going to think about it while you answer oh, this next question. Mike. All right. What's your favorite <laughs> non-music related Lake Jam activity? Like out in what like lumber races? <laughs> not, not, not that. <laughs> I don't know that that's ever happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Well, selfishly, last year I managed to take my car down the track. The lead singer from Puddle of Mud. Yes, we were. I can't remember his name. Wes. Um, Wes. Um, I had to pick him up. And I had him, I had him like in a quad for, and he's like, this is like a racetrack. I'm like, yes, we're racing down on the ATV. And he's like, this, this has got to be something more fun to drive than a quad down the track. And he goes, what about that? Like whose Corvette is that over there? Well, it happened to be mine. So we got in the vet. So that was kind of fun last year. Naughty, um, misbehaving, but we didn't get caught. <laughs> uh, I think for me, the one that fascinates me really is the culture of the lawnmower race mm-hmm. people. And just, they are out there, like, again, unique to the venue of Lake Sham, and they absolutely love it. Yep. And they love that we mow and provide the track for them. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes for Lake Sham that I don't think people, it's, bo- it's probably, it's a boring list, but a lot goes into the event. Yeah, a ton goes into the event. Yeah. Those lawnmowers are impressive. Yeah. Like, watching them rip around. Last yeah. year was hilarious. Well, and well, then they, they throw their eight-year-olds on. They're like, well, he's yeah. got to learn sometime. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. But, like, the, the ingenuity and, like, we saw somebody, I think he, I don't know if he rolled over what happened, but his lawnmower stalled out, and he literally hopped off. His gas can tank fell off. Yeah. He hopped out, threw it back on there, yep. clamped it back on, and then, like, threw a bungee cord over his yeah, hood he to was, keep it up. he was in first. Yeah, and he, by the time he got his tank back on, he was still only he was still in third place, and I think he came back and finished in second. Yeah, after having to get out, yeah. put his gas Do tank back on, yeah, <laughs> right in the middle of yeah, yeah. turn four. <laughs> See, yeah, Isaiah cheated. He brought up the list. Right now my head is I know. <laughs> okay. Low cash, tons oh, of fun. Those yeah. guys were awesome. And then Thunderstruck was a fun family memory. <laughs> <laughs> For my then 13-year-old son. Oh, <laughs> the year Buck Cherry opened oh, for Skillet. Yeah. God, that was, when they, that oh, was that was That was nuts. We see Jake Owen coming back this year, and I hope down I the road Buck Jake Cherry comes Jake back because, man, can they perform. Huge show. And, they, and I just love the history lesson of why and how they wrote Crazy Bitch. Exactly. Because they knew they were opening yeah. for kind of sort of a Christian rock yeah. band. And they went, they went, there were some parents having to explain to their kids just what he yeah. was talking about on stage. That was oh actually Jacob's theme song at last year's Lake Sham. Crazy Bitch? Yeah. Whoa. No, it wasn't. It was two years ago? No. It no, was this uh, past year. This past year, it was uh, 
Ten penny. It was ten penny. Yeah. Oh, I it thought was, it was... I don't deal with bitches. Oh yes, no that's more. right. That's right. I get confused. There's. I there's thought so it was uh, <laughs> thorough goods. I drink alone. <laughs> okay, now, now that was day now that four. The that was day four. <laughs> Somebody has that song. I yell on my own name. There's that one. <laughs> You're getting it, Mike. Okay, calm down. <laughs> okay, so my top three is definitely Hardy, Brentley Gilbert, and uh, Granger Smith. But I think my top performance at Lake Jam was Granger Smith, hmm. easily. Like yeah. that because because he did did both personalities and came out with the suspenders on and true like did the whole yee yee thing. Yep, and that whipped, was popular. Whipped his uh, or pulled his, his dip out of his mouth and threw it. Ooh. And Chad Christensen caught it in his hand. What gross! Yeah, don't he didn't put it in his mouth, did he? I don't think so. I hope <laughs> not. But uh, yeah, that was definitely. Top what one. about you? I think I know yours, but what is what is yours? I don't know. I I'm not. Uh, We're well, a big party I'm not, fan. I'm not a big enough uh, fan girl. Well, that was a your big that John was party. the third time I saw John Party or or Chris. What's his nuts this year? You saw backstage. <laughs> no nuts. <laughs> See on the list, Chris Lane. Chris Lane, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw him back backstage. He was a super nice guy. Me and Perk were walking backstage, yeah. and uh, yeah, mine might surprise. Ran you. into him quick. You know, as you scroll through that, that that's oh. a that's a list. It's such a list. Man, it's pretty hard to argue. They okay. haven't. I mean, Who that Dustin Lynch was fun last year because you waited so damn long for him to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and you you're biased. You caught a beer. Well, I, yeah, that was I. I was like all the way front row. Yeah, that, so that was, was a fun. That one. was fun. I think the one that's overlooked the most because they were so last second on being there, but put Big on a rich. hell of a show was Big and Rich. Yeah. I think that's my favorite. That was cool. They they put on a show. Um, well, and they think of how diverse they are. Yeah. They are country, right. but yeah. a whole songbook of yeah. mainstream yes. rock, pop, yep. and, and big and loud. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right, we've talked right. a lot. We've talked a lot. Uh, huge thank you to Mike for coming on. Thanks Anytime. for uh, taking, the, taking the time to hang out with us and share some stories. We'll uh, see you next time. We'll I hope it's not transitionally career-ending. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, time will tell. <laughs> we are sponsored and powered by Peacock Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation, Lakes Area CPAs, Posture Pro Chiropractic, Chris Hannigan with Hannigan Insurance, and Hills Detailing out of Baxter. You guys have a wonderful week. Stay warm and have fun.